Hi, welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's Amy Levin here. For those of you new this week, each episode of this series has a special guest who will share insight on life, careers, and their story to success. Today is our fifth episode with the senior fashion editor of Sweet. Laurel Pantene has jumped between Condé Nast and Hearst throughout her career and definitely has great experience navigating the media landscape. We are excited to chat more with her. Welcome, Laurel. So you've been working in the fashion industry since you were an assistant beauty editor at Teen Vogue beginning back in 2009. How do you think the industry's changed since then? Um, I think the most obvious change has been the digital direction. Everything is heading, obviously, much more online. Um, When I first got started, digital was kind of still a little bit of a blank space. People were really figuring it out. And now I think it's everyone's kind of major push at the moment. Yeah. Do you think that print's dead? or I don't think it's dead. I think it's changing. And I think there's the big hallmark brands that are always going to be around. But the thing that I think is really interesting about print is there are so many younger, more indie titles that are popping up. And they feel really special and really different from the traditional glossies of the past. So um, I don't think any aspect of fashion media is dying, really. It's just it's all changing really, really quickly. Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it, that like, it's not dying, it's just evolving. Yeah. Do you think the social media and kind of digital side of the industry has changed it for the better? Or I think that any opportunity to get more people's work out there and to have more people able to do what they love, the better. I think the great thing about digital and social media is that it's exploded the opportunities within the industry, whereas before there were only a certain number of jobs at a certain number of magazines. Now, depending on what your talents and interests are, there are a million jobs that are kind of really tailored to what you specifically want to do. So yeah, I definitely think it's a good thing. I think the pace is tricky. And as someone who went from traditional print to digital, it's definitely a different beast. But um, I think I think overall, it's really good for the industry. It's funny because our audience is obviously college students and like, it's just crazy how much things have changed since like, you know, just a couple years ago when I was in school and now they're being taught like social media and blogging. And I feel like the the media classes are so different, the curriculum. and Yeah, I think about that all the time. It's like I, I mean, I graduated a while ago, but it doesn't feel like that long ago. And now I think there's kids who are majoring in jobs that didn't even exist when I was totally. in school. I think it's really... I think it's amazing. Let's talk about your current position. Talk a little bit more about what you do in in the brand. Um, So I started at Sweet in the end of November. Sweet is a collaboration between Hearst and Snapchat. It's a brand that launched first on Snapchat Discover, which is totally unique. The content is global. It's available to all Snapchat users across the world, which I think is amazing. It's an incredible feeling to do something on a designer you love and know that People literally all over the world are going to see it. So I'm overseeing all of the fashion content and beauty at the moment also, which is great to be able to combine beauty and fashion together in one thing. So I'm writing beauty and fashion, editing other people's stories. I'm also styling original content. Um, And all exclusively on Snapchat. That's the only place it lives. For the moment, it's all exclusive to Snapchat, though we're launching a website really soon. And there are a lot of other big plans for the brand going forward. It's really exciting for me to be part of something that's um, so different within the industry and also still so new, as opposed to 
you know, I loved working at Condé Nast, but it was like you kind of knew where the brands were going and what the brand was. Right. Whereas here, I really have the opportunity to kind of make, especially the fashion content, whatever I and the rest of the team want it to be. It's it's a great feeling. Yeah. It's very innovative. I mean, it's definitely, I felt like, unlike a- anyone different. else is doing. Yeah. We're obsessed with Snapchat. I'd say right Same. now our audience is probably more engaged and on it more than Instagram. Yeah, I think it's, there's something about it that to me feels a lot more intimate and personal. And um, like when you follow someone you admire on Instagram, you can see, oh, okay, 14 million other people liked this photo and engaged with it. You don't really feel like it's as much of a one-on-one connection where I think if you follow those types of people on Snapchat or if you're looking at something like Sweet, it feels like it's just for you. And I sort of love that aspect about it. Yeah. Um, I kind of think about Snapchat and Snapchat Discover in the way that I used to feel about magazines when I was younger. Like you buy it and you read it in bed and you look at it over and over again and you tear things out and you stick them on your wall with this. It's like you look at it first thing in the morning and you screen grab things and then they're in your camera roll and you see them over and over and it just becomes such a rich part of your life. To me, it just, it feels really, not to make a bad pun, but it feels really sweet and really personal and like just a very intimate way of consuming this kind of content. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I noticed that our influencers who are on it, they tend to be like almost funnier. Yeah. And it's like you don't take yourself too serious. I love that part of it too. I love that part because I mean, obviously I'm a fan of Instagram and we're all on it, but sometimes I feel too much thought goes into an image that by the time it goes up, I'm over it. Yeah. I also think like you put something out there and then you're like, who's liking it? How many likes? Whatever. How many comments? And you kind of can... Becomes crazy. Become a little... Yeah. It gets a little... Um, spiral out a little bit with it whereas with Snapchat you just put it out there and it exists and that's the end of the day like I yeah I like that about it same you're from Texas correct yeah originally so what about Texas influences you inspires you and you know gives you a little bit more perspective than being a New Yorker I mean I think that there are so few born and bred New Yorkers especially like in the print world I don't know that many but um I love Texas I love cowboys and cowgirls and like big hair and sparkly stuff and I I don't know there's just something about Texas specifically that aesthetically I really like I have cowboy boots and I go home to Austin a lot lately but um it's just it's nice to be able to go there and kind of have a little bit of a slower pace and it's so easy to get wrapped up in being busy and everyone's always talking about how busy they are and it becomes almost like this weird contest of who's busier (laughs) I hate it. Yeah. So then going home and it's like, oh, it's actually not cool to not have a life. Like it's really important to do things that kind of nurture yourself. And that's something that I really try and implement in my life. Like even when I'm here, it's very important to me to take time to take care of myself. I think you can't do good work if you don't feel good. And if you don't have an hour at least every day where you can just kind of be a little selfish Yeah, I agree. We talk a lot about like health and wellness and mindfulness. And I think in college, it's really important because there's so much stress on grades and your career. And there's just a lot of pressure on students. So I think it's important to like take some time to just like check out a little bit, work out, whatever it is that like makes you feel good. Totally. And if there's one thing that I've really learned over the years and with that regard, it's things really do have a way of working themselves out. So for me, when I start to get really, really stressed out, I think like, okay, how many of these problems are probably going to sort themselves out in an hour or two hours? Like, what is really the urgent issue here? And t- 
tackle that urgent issue and kind of wait to see other like I tend to try and get ahead of a problem and um, I see something building and I start reacting and freaking out and that often makes it worse yeah so it's like life's gonna happen yeah things <laughs> you know there's other people involved everyone wants things like just knowing that everyone's there to work together and hopefully you have a team and when you do everyone's working towards a common goal it's not like it's the end of the world if something bad's happening. I just, I don't know. I just think a lot of things tend to work themselves out on their own and it's important to not try and get too much in your own way. Yeah. And failure builds character. So That's it's, true. it's good for things to go wrong. It is. Um, we have a lot of our audience who wants to live in New York City, I think because they feel they need to live here to succeed. And I guess I'm hoping to see, and I, I think this is starting to happen, like, it's cool to live in Austin. Like I'm from Chicago. Like it's great to live in Chicago. Like there's these other cities where you can be just as successful. Like there's yeah. opportunity everywhere. I think you can't be successful if you're not happy where you are because of digital media. There's so many opportunities in other places around the world. And if you have a digital focus, you can go live in London or, you know, last year I went, I moved to Cape town for six months and then Which lived love in Cape town. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's a lot going on outside New York, New York and LA really aren't, the end-all be-all by any sense of the world word and if you don't like new york then don't live in new york because you're gonna hate it and be sad it's all tough. the time yeah it's really tough yeah. you have to really love it here to to make it work long term yeah that's awesome that you lived in cape town what has been the biggest accomplishment for you in your career so far i don't know that any one thing i could point to i'm really proud of sweet Every day, I'm just like continually blown away that I'm part of this process and the content that we're producing and like in this medium, I think is really exciting. Um, I'm proud of the year I took off. Also, I think that that was necessary for me. And I learned a lot and grew a lot that year. But other than that, I think the nice thing about producing content is like every day is a tiny win and you work so hard on something and then you see it to finish product and you can kind of hold it and enjoy it. And so I still get a thrill seeing my byline on things or when I style a story, seeing it published. All of those things to me feel like pretty big triumphs. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And, and I completely agree with you taking time off. Like, that's not so easy to do because a lot of people feel like that would set them back. But then yeah. you realize that, like, New York's still here and the industry's still here. And, like, a lot it's okay. Yeah, when I left, everyone was like, don't freak out. Nothing's going to change. It's just, you know, at first I was thinking we were just going for four months and it turned into a year. Um, and I was like, nothing's going to change. Like nothing ever changes. And I came back and it was, things have changed. Things are changing really quickly in the industry. And I think it's exciting, but it was definitely a, a shock coming back. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, and, and what goals do you have for yourself in 2016? I don't know, just to continue keeping a healthy balance in terms of I get really invested in work, so I'm trying to kind of find little ways to keep my personal life. I'm taking Spanish classes again and ceramics classes, and I'm dedicated to learning how to cook because right now I cannot make anything, and it's depressing. <laughs> I also said that like one Sunday a month I'm going to host a big English Sunday roast at my apartment with all my friends. So I'm trying to just do little things like that nice. that keep a little bit of coziness and fun that are semi-planned which is not 
doesn't yeah. sound that fun. But to me, I don't know. Like my ceramics class is great, and Spanish starts tonight. And I don't, it's like I just think it's neat to have things like that going on. Yeah, and it's like challenging yourself in a different way outside of work. Yeah, I spoke Spanish pretty well too when I was younger, and then I went to Mexico City over New Year's, and I'm just like, oh my god, no, I do not. You have to like Spanish. you have to like do it regularly. Yeah. You lose it. So I think we're planning a trip to Uruguay next New Year's, and my goal is to have it back by then. So that's my that's my 2016 goal. That's a good goal. Um, this last year, I like took a strong interest in cooking, which has my mother's a great cook, and I just grew up with you know fresh food all the time, and it's just something that I like never took the chance to get involved in, and it's been like not only therapeutic but just like something I enjoy so much, and I don't know, yeah. it's such a, like a good hobby to get into, and it's like a good unwind from the day. I think it's important to have something that's completely unrelated to your job that yeah. you're invested in. Um, all of the best people I've ever worked with in fashion. They all really like fashion and were really interested in it and really enjoyed their job, but they loved a lot of other things a lot more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it's just really important to not let it be your entire life because your life is long and weird and it's not all about work, although work can be very satisfying. Yeah. Um, the last questions are just one answer, short and simple. Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram. Snapchat. Favorite trend to try this spring? Uh, I don't even know what the trends are this spring. <laughs> I don't. I just cowboy boots. I don't know. I just wear whatever I want. Perfect. And what's your favorite city in the world? London. Nice. Perfect. This was great. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Laurel, for talking to us, and thank you for listening. I hope you will join us for our next office hours conversation. Be sure to go to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it. You can listen to the show and catch up on past episodes at sideshownetwork.tv slash collegefashionista. Join us next time as we talk to Marissa Smith from Nylon about her love for Northwest and all things Disney.